For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding, here with Steve Morgan, the editor-in-chief of Cybercrime Magazine. Steve, thank you so much for joining me. Great to be here, Paul. According to Mayo Clinic, the rate of depression among college students is rising. In a 2021 to 2022 survey of students across 133 college campuses, 44% of students reported symptoms of depression and 15% reported seriously considering suicide in the past year. On top of that, Duke University reported that many students have turned to wellness apps for help, but their privacy is being compromised, even if they're speaking to a person through one of these help apps. Steve, I know we just threw a lot out there, but I felt it was important to give some context. Do you have any thoughts here? Gosh, Paul, this is like everything else in cyber. On the one hand, there are benefits. On the other hand, there are risks. And this is true for everything from banking apps to you name it. You put things online, that presents risk, but it also presents productivity gains, a lot of benefits, in this case, potential health benefits. We were talking in the office about malicious chatbots. That was something that you said might be a topic we see come up a little bit more. And it was something of concern for you. And I'm thinking here, okay, wait, if we have a wellness app with a chatbot, is that kind of what you were talking about? How someone could put their data in there and it somehow gets compromised or sold to advertisers or used in a way we weren't aware of? I'd say so. And in this case too, Paul, when you're dealing with telehealth, it's just like visiting your doctor. So everything is on a schedule. There's no time to waste. You have to show up on time. I think there's a tendency to move a little quicker, which puts you at greater risk. Steve, this might be too personal, so you definitely don't have to answer, but I know you have six kids and many have already gone through or are in college right now. Do you talk with them about mental health, especially since it seems to be such a huge problem? I have an open dialogue with all of my kids. I think that's really important so that they can come to you and they can share if there are any issues. I wouldn't necessarily get into any of that on a personal level here, but what I would say is I recently had a conversation with one of my kids about wellness apps, just in general, to see what they thought. And the feeling was they would much rather see a doctor in person if they needed to. One of my other kids felt differently. So I think you're just going to get a variety of different responses out there insofar as these apps go. If someone came to you who was a college student, or maybe it was a friend talking about their son or daughter, and they were concerned about their privacy using a wellness app, would you blanketly recommend somebody actually seek someone out in person or, hey, turn to wellness apps, just do a little bit of research? I'm curious your thoughts. They have to decide for themselves, Paul, but I will say this. Telehealth has been around for a while. Telehealth meaning virtual doctor's visits. So these wellness apps that we're talking about are specific to college students and the piece in Duke, which was very well done, talks about risks. But more broadly, it's sort of hard to exclude the online component because that's where so much health and wellness is being delivered and probably we're going to see more of it going forward. So I would treat it the same way you treat online banking or anything else that you do online because it's inevitable that we're going to go there. At least part of us is going to go there. Steve, I appreciate you joining. Thank you, Paul. To follow all of our media, go to cybercrimemagazine.com.